Lecture topic. Between hope and action. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah wa kafa wa salatu wa salamu ala ibadihi alladheena istafa. Amma ba'du fa'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem. Bismillahir rahmanir rahim. وَمَا مِنْ دَابَّةٍ إِلَّا هُوَ آخِذٌ بِنَاصِيَتِهَا وَقَالَ تَعَالَى يَا بَنِيَّ اذْهَبُوا فَتَحَسَّسُوا مِنْ يُوسُفَ وَأَخِيهِ وَلَا تَيْأَسُوا مِنْ رَوْحِ اللَّهِ إِنَّهُ لَا يَيْأَسُ مِنْ رَوْحِ اللَّهِ إِلَّا الْقَوْمُ الْكَافِرُونَ صَدَقَ اللَّهُ الْعَظِيمُ most respected alumni kiram friends and elders right at the beginning of the quran sharif allah taala declares regarding the muttaqin right at the beginning of surah al-baqarah allah taala says alif lam mim zalikal kitabul ariba fi hudal lil muttaqin that this Qur'an is hidayat for the muttaqeen it is a course by means of which the person who wishes to attain taqwa will acquire it but these muttaqeen are those people Allah Ta'ala says now this is right at the beginning of the Qur'an Sharif Surah Al-Fatiha has just been completed which is the supplication to Allah Ta'ala for hidayat and in response to this dua of hidayat now allah taala is granting that path of hidayat so the path of hidayat allah taala opens this description of the path of hidayat that this is the path of the muttaqin and the very first attribute of these muttaqin alladhina yu'minuna bil ghaib that these muttaqin are those who have iman bil ghaib they have faith in the unseen Quran Sharif is commenting this is right at the very 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 beginning of the Quran Sharif first line second line of the Quran Sharif after surah al-Fatiha so this is the foundation that is being laid that this is the foundation of this of the iman of these muttaqin this is the foundation of their whole life this is the foundation on which they will live their life in dunya and this is the foundation on which they will then reach their akhirat and the eternal abode of jannat alladhina yu'minuna bil ghaib that they have iman in ghaib this iman in the unseen and this is the mu'min whoever he is wherever he is but this is his starting point his very first step into iman is iman bil ghaib because he believes in allah taala allah is haq allah is the sole creator and sustainer allah taala alone is the narisha allah alone is the complete supreme controller of the entire universe all this is in the ghaib he has iman in allah he has iman in the anbiya of allah tabaraka wa taala we haven't seen any of the anbiya ali salatu wasalam and then we have iman in the 
finality of nubuwwat and that rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam was the last and final nabi of allah taala we have iman in jannat we have iman in jahannam is a reality we have iman in the day of akhirat that the day of judgment is coming we have iman in all these maghibat all these aspects of the unseen this is the foundation of our faith the foundation of iman so a person who starts off on this note of iman bil ghaib so what he is going to embed in his heart is that whatever then may be mushahada ghaib is the unseen and mushahada mushahada is what he can see with his eyes but everything that he can see everything that he can perceive everything that he can fathom in some way or the other will all be governed by what has come from ghaib and if ghaib gives him some direction in this regard then if his mushahada tells him something else he will discard that mushahada and he'll have iman in ghaib that is the starting point that is where he begins that is where he ends that is his first step and his last step he lives on that he dies on that and allah taala resurrect us on that that anything and everything will be governed by this iman bil ghaib and now the quran sharif commences from this point alladheena yu'minuna bil ghaib and then throughout the quran sharif allah taala gives us repeatedly the reminders of the maghibat of the system of the angels lahu muaqqibatun min bain yadayhi wa min khalfihi yahfazunahu min amrillah allah taala describes the system of the angels describes the systems of the heavens and the earth allah taala describes all so many things describes akhirat describes what's going to happen on qiyamah how people will come on the day of qiyamah how people somebody would be rejoicing when they see the book of deeds how somebody will be in the worst kind of sorrow and grief allah taala describes the scenes of jannat that the jannatees will enjoy allah taala also describes what is going to happen in jahannam and so many other things all these things of the ghaib that throughout the quran sharif from beginning to end this is repeated the three basic themes of the entire quran sharif from beginning to end the three themes that run throughout the quran sharif tauhid the oneness of allah tbaraka wa taala and risalat prophethood and obviously in the case of this ummah accepting the risalat of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam as being the last and final messenger of allah taala and that he is the only personality by following whom one can now re- gain salvation in dunya and akhirat and the third theme is maad hereafter throughout the quran sharif hereafter all about the unseen so now this is reaffirming this faith that look your life in dunya you're going to live you're going to live in the light of the teachings of ghaib and if you live your life in the teachings of ghaib what allah taala has given in the quran sharif what rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam taught the ummah all the maghibat the aspects that are related to the ghaib 
and as a result the person lived his life according to that instruction that look this is the rape so now this is what you got to do so the person who lives his life in this manner according to this then those maghibat that have been promised to him in akhirat that becomes a reality for him so this is the one thing that reaffirming this faith of this mu'min throughout his every every moment he is reminding himself and every moment he is reaffirming this iman that my iman is in the unseen I believe in that which Allah Ta'ala has said I believe in that which Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said if my eyes see something also which well the same thing that was told to me I can see it too well and good but if I see something which appears to tell me something else then my eyes are making a mistake my eyes don't know what they are seeing but I will have full yaqeen and faith in that which Allah Ta'ala has said that which Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has given us so this is the one aspect that we have to very firmly embed in our hearts that our iman is in ghaib our iman is not in mushahada our iman is in the unseen and the unseen is that unseen which Allah Ta'ala has given us and mentioned to us in the Quran Sharif which Rasulullah Sallallahu has taught to us that whatever has come in that that we take wholeheartedly within ourselves and that is what we live by then the second thing is that in this entire Quran Sharif together with this discussion of the Maghibat now this insan is being told this is what is all the reality the reality is the ghaib the reality is what you haven't seen what Allah is telling you what what Rasulullah is giving you but now in this this insan is insan he is a person of emotions he is weak Allah Ta'ala gave this insan tremendous support in the Quran Sharif Allah Ta'ala says to Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam وَكُلَّنْ نَقُصُّ عَلَيْكَ مِنْ أَنْبَاءِ الرُّسُلِ مَا نُسَبِّتُ بِهِ فُعَادَكْ that all these incidents of the Anbiya Ali Musallatu Wasallam that we relate to you Musa Ali Salatu Wasallam Nuh Ali Salatu Wasallam Isa Ali Salatu Wasallam Zakaria Ali Salatu Wasallam and all so many Anbiya Ali Musallatu Wasallam we relate these incidents to you these happenings that happen in their lives by means of this what we do to sabbitu bihi fu'adak we strengthen your heart by means of this now this is Allah Ta'ala is saying that this is also for us is maghibat it's part of the ghaib we haven't been there in that time Allah Ta'ala is giving it to us in the Quran Sharif so we have 101% yaqeen on this Allah Ta'ala is saying to Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam that all these incidents we relate in the Quran Sharif by means of this we strengthen your heart Rasulullah Sallallahu's heart was stronger than anybody can imagine Allah Ta'ala says this is a consolation for your heart as well but this is to tell us that if this was addressed to Rasulullah Sallallahu Wasallam, so weak people like us if we turn to this why won't we truly get that strength Allah's Nabi Sallallahu was on a height of strength but he is being addressed to give us the message that you are looking for the strength everywhere you are looking for this courage everywhere have you turned to the source of it that the source of every courage 
the source of every strength is where Allah Ta'ala has placed it. Allah Ta'ala has placed it in His Quran Sharif. Allah Ta'ala has placed it in the Tilawat of the Quran Sharif. Those who are very regular with the Tilawat of the Quran Sharif and they recite excessive Quran Sharif, Allah Ta'ala blesses their hearts with a tremendous courage through the situations and circumstances and whatever halat come, like other insan, they also feel the emotions, but in all that they have a tremendous strength within themselves. It's like a storm, flood, and now some things just get washed away in the flood. And other things also are, maybe humans, sometimes some animal, but they walking upstream, and they're getting past, and they're getting to an end, they're getting to a bank. But right in that process, they're also feeling the force of the water, they also... But there's some strength which enables that human being, that animal, that is going against the current and is getting to a bank. The person who has this force of the Qur'an Sharif with him, the tilawat of the Qur'an Sharif, Allah Ta'ala blesses with that tremendous inner strength that takes the person through the storms of life, takes him through the floods of life, and helps him to reach the bank of hope. So now through all these incidents Allah Ta'ala mentioned in the Qur'an Sharif, Allah Ta'ala think we strengthen your heart. The thing that gets strengthened in the heart, one is the heart in every sense, and the hope of the heart. And the faith in Allah Ta'ala. Allah is the controller. In the Qur'an Sharif, Allah Ta'ala has repeatedly introduced himself to bring this very same thing to our hearts. Look, turn to Allah Ta'ala. The source of every strength, every courage, anything that the person needs, he has to turn to Allah Ta'ala. So many ayat of the Quran Sharif, Who feeds you from the heavens and the earth? Who created the heavens and the earth? Who brought down the rains from the skies, everything revolves around that water. If that water doesn't come down, the whole system stops. Who brought those that rains down from the skies? We brought down those rains and then we caused those lush gardens to come about. Can you bring up one tree? Could you have brought, forget one tree, one blade of grass, make it grow? Allah. Is there any deity apart from Allah Ta'ala? So many ayat. أَفَرَأَيْتُمْ مَا تَحْرُثُونَ أَنْتُمْ تَذْرَعُونَهُ أَمْ نَحْنُ الزَّارِعُونَ All these things, crops that you now cultivate, who's cultivating it? Are you doing it or we doing it? لَوْ نَشَاءُ لَجَعَلْنَاهُ حُطَامًا فَظَلْتُمْ تَفَكَّهُونَ Allah says, we want, we'll just destroy it one go. Something will happen, it'll all be just like trampled and gone. What are you going to do about it? Allah Ta'ala brings it. Allah Ta'ala causes it to come out of the ground. Allah Ta'ala brings it out of that hard ground, that soft little shoot comes out and then grows and then brings about the crop and then this becomes a means of so many things happening. But who is doing it? Allah Ta'ala is doing it. And so many places Allah Ta'ala mentions these kind of things. Together with that also Allah Ta'ala mentions أَمَّا يُجِيبُ الْمُطَّرَّ إِذَا دَعَاهُ وَيَكْشِفُ السُّوءُ وَيَجْعَلُكُمْ خُلَفَاءَ الْأَرْضِ 
Who is the one that answers the call of the one who is in distress? In desperation? Who removes the anxiety and anguish? All the doing of Allah alone. So in the entire Quran Sharif is this maghibat and reaffirming our faith in the ghayb. Allah alone is the doer. This entire universe belongs to Allah Ta'ala. Allah alone is the controller. There isn't a single organism on this earth, but it is in the control of Allah Ta'ala. What about giants and that smallest virus too is Allah Ta'ala's control. Allah Ta'ala is bringing this reality to our hearts and minds. That our Iman, our Iman is in the rain. Therefore we will submit to what Allah Ta'ala has said. And we will take courage from what Allah Ta'ala has given us. So in the Quran Sharif, together with insan is insan, he needs some kind of help, support, emotional support. So Allah Ta'ala has given us this emotional support. The Quran Sharif Allah Ta'ala is filled with incidents of the Anbiya Ali Wasalam, which Allah Ta'ala addresses to Rasulullah and says that by means of this we strengthen your heart. So if Allah Ta'ala is addressing Nabi Wasalam in this manner, what amount of strength we need from this? So if you look into the Quran Sharif, you'll find repeatedly the incident of Musa Wasalam. How many details are there? But the culmination of all those incidents it comes to the crunch, the crunch time. Allah Ta'ala mentions the crunch time. Many a time a person in life feels now it's a crunch time. Doesn't know which way to turn and what to do. Musa wasalam, finally leaves with the Bani Israel. And they are trying to now move away and escape. And Firaun and his army, they suddenly start chasing behind them. And now they come to the bank of the sea. To the bank of the river or the Red Sea. And now in front is water. In front is this huge mass of water. And behind, behind is this army of Firaun that's catching up. فَلَمَّا تَرَى الْجَمْعَانِ قَالَ أَصْحَابُ مُوسَى إِنَّا لَمُدْرَكُونَ Now when they are seeing behind them, and they can see the army of Firaun, and the Firaun, Firaun's army can also see where these people are now. When these two groups saw each other, People of Musa Salam, Bani Israel, now we gone. Inna Lamudrakun, that's it. But Musa Salam, his nazar and his gaze on the, was on the ghayb. Can we imagine crunch time? This mass of water in front. You can't go into it. And behind is this army that's catching up. And there's no outward means of survival. But instant response, instant response, قَالَ كَلَّا إِنَّ مَعِيَ رَبِّي سَيَهْدِينَ Musa says, never. My Rabb is with me, he will help. And Allah Ta'ala showed how his unseen help came. The ghaybi madad, the unseen help came. Allah Ta'ala ordered Musa salam, you strike this with your staff. And those twelve pathways opened out on either side. Huge masses of water became like mountains. Just frozen. And they walked through this dry pathways in between. And Pharaoh and his army come into the same pathways and it closes upon them. What is Allah Ta'ala giving us this message? Allah Ta'ala is saying a mu'min never loses hope. 
A mu'min never becomes despondent. Till that last moment also his hope is there. He doesn't sit without hope. His hope is in Allah Ta'ala. Because his gaze, his iman is on the ghayb, his, his gaze is on the ghayb. That all power is with Allah Ta'ala. فَسُبْحَانَ الَّذِي بِيَدِهِ مَلَكُوتُ كُلِّ شَيْءٍ وَإِلَيْهِ تُرْجَعُونَ All kingdom belongs to Allah Ta'ala. And the king of all kings is Allah Ta'ala. So his gaze is on the ghayb. When his gaze is on the ghayb, his gaze is on the power of Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala, why will he become despondent? Why will he ever lose hope? Allah Ta'ala speaks in the Quran Sharif about Hazrat Zakaria alayhi salatu wasalam. Zakaria alayhi salatu wasalam. All these are incidents Allah Ta'ala is giving of the Ambiya alayhi salam. The message, there's a message for it. Man usabbitu bihi fu'adak. Allah Ta'ala is strengthening our hearts with it. If we take it. Zakaria alayhi salatu wasalam reached very old age. All the apparent means are now no more there that he can ever become the father of a child. His wife is barren. He's old. But his gaze was not on the mushahada his gaze was not on the means his gaze was on the rain who controls all this Allah controls it zikru rahmati rabbika abdahu zakariya iz nada rabbahu nidaan khafiya qala rabbi inni wahana al-azmu minni Allah I'm gone so weak my bones have all dried up washta'ala al-ra'su shayba gone old my hair is all gone white already وَلَمْ أَكُمْ بِدُعَائِكَ رَبِّ شَقِيَّةً Ya Allah, I will not ever become despondent from asking from you. I will never ever be deprived after asking from you. Teaching us this, that all the apparent means are all negative. But if a person has turned to Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala, he's connected himself to Allah Ta'ala, there's no despondency. وَلَمْ أَكُمْ بِدُعَائِكَ رَبِّ شَقِيَّةً وَإِنِّي خِفْتُ الْمَوَالِيَ مِنْ وَرَاهِ وَكَانَتِ مْرَأَتِ عَاقِرَةً Allah, after I am gone, this progeny, who is going to guide them? There's nobody, I have no progeny, no, this form and this ummah, who is going to guide them? I have no progeny now to pass this legacy on to. And my wife is also barren. He is saying, my wife is barren. At the same breath he is saying, Allah, but you grant me an heir. Allah, Allah, you grant me an heir who will carry this legacy of Yaqub and his family of this nubuwad and who will spread this hidayat. He is declaring with one breath, my wife is barren, ya Allah, grant me a child. And Allah Ta'ala says, فَاسْتَجَبْنَا لَهُ وَوَهَبْنَا لَهُ يَحْيَا وَاسْلَحْنَا لَهُ زَوْجَا Allah says, we blessed him the son. We granted him Yahya. What the Quran is giving us this for? That the person who has his nazar on the ghayb, he has his gaze on the unseen, he has his link with Allah wa ta'ala, with the king of all kings, and with the supreme controller. There's no despondency. Dunya is dunya. Dunya is a place of challenge. Dunya is up and down. Dunya, he's a miya salam had tests and trials. Nabi Islam said, Ashaddun nasi bala an alambiya, thummal amsal fal amsal. The people who are tested the most are the Anbiya alayhi salatu wasalam. Then those who are closest to them. And those who are closest to them. Dunya is dunya. 
but the person who connects himself to Allah tabarak wa ta'ala number one will never ever become despondent his heart will still be brimming with himmat and courage insan is insan he feels pain he feels grief he feels all the emotions that other human any human will feel he gets affected by things around him it's all part of insan part of human nature something affects him he sheds tears this part of insan but despite all this he doesn't lose hope he doesn't become despondent allah taala gives us the incident of yusuf alayhi salatu wasalam whole detailed incident all the many many details we've heard on so many occasions for us now yusuf alayhi salatu wasalam is gone out of sight so long and then the brothers now go lengthy incidents and then eventually when they go to try and get some grain because of their poverty and drought and now when they go all the details we have heard many times the other brother binyamin also gets left behind now they come back to yaqub alayhi salatu wasalam one is yusuf alayhi salam was separated from him yaqub alayhi salatu wasalam is now this is another affliction that now his other son is gone and now now what so now despondent ya bani yadhabu fatahassasu mi yusuf wa akhi wala tayasu min ruhillah you think you should go look for them go fight look for yusuf and his brother don't ever become despondent of the mercy of allah taala la tayasu min ruhillah this is the message of surah yusuf la tayasu min ruhillah the mu'min mu'min doesn't become despondent ayyub alayhi salatu wasalam in the throes of the most severe illness and such illness that his body was pieces of flesh were falling out leprosy or that white liver whatever it might have been but on a very extreme level not leprosy it was white liver disease and as a result everybody deserted him in this utmost isolation only his wife is coming to tend to him and abandoned in one corner of the whole town nobody wants to come close to him but in all that wayuba iz nada rabbahu anni massani adurru wa anta arhamur rahim he turned to allah taala ya allah this sickness has afflicted me ya allah you are the most merciful allah taala then later on says fastajabna lahu wa kashafna bihi ma bi wa kashafna ma bihi min dur we then gave him that shifa and cure and then all his children were passed away and he had lost all his wealth in the time let us be restored all that and more than that let us give you as this word what is the quran sharif telling us we looking for something is all in the quran sharif this is our iman bil ghaib allah is the controller allah is the supreme controller of everything everything is in his control alone nobody else has any share in that and we have to turn to allah alone all these incidents are there in the quran sharif to teach us number one a mu'min never ever becomes despondent never ever loses hope he always has hope because he is connected to the control of everything he has his gaze on arhamur rahimin he has his gaze on rabbul alamin he has his gaze on Allah tabarak wa ta'ala who is the khaliq of everything and the malik of everything 
and Allah alone is the controller, Allah alone, Alladhi huwa yuhyi wa yumid, Allah alone grants, grants life, Allah alone grants death. Nobody and nothing gives death. Allah alone gives death. And death only comes at its appointed time. So Quran Sharif is teaching us this Iman over and over again. And these are just some examples. The Quran Sharif is filled with it. And then come towards the end of the Quran Sharif. In fact, in between, Allah Ta'ala didn't even let His sinful servants become despondent. قُلْ يَا عِبَادِيَ الَّذِينَ أَسْرَفُوا عَلَىٰ أَنفُسِهِمْ لَا تَقْنَتُوا مِنْ رَحْمَةِ اللَّهِ Let's say to my servants who have transgressed their souls, Allah Ta'ala says, I didn't even leave you out. Don't become despondent of the mercy of Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala didn't leave His sinful servants out. What about those who will connect themselves to Him? We come right to the end of the Quran Sharif now. The last short surahs are left. Again Allah Ta'ala alam nashrah laka sadrak wa wada'na anka wizrak alladhi anqada zahrak wa rafa'na laka zikrak fa inna ma'al usri yusra inna ma'al usri yusra After difficulty is ease. And again Allah Ta'ala says after difficulty is ease. There's a very deep grammatical discussion that this al-usr has got alif lam on it. This refers to both, refers to the same usr, the same difficulty. And the usr got no alif lam, is a separate usr. Meaning for each difficulty Allah will grant double ease. Allah is giving hope. Mu'min doesn't ever become despondent. Till the last breath he has hope. Now this is the one part of this mu'min. That Allah has spelt out this mu'min. He is a person of hope. In Arabic, the word hope is amal with the hamza, amal. But then this mu'min is also a person of amal. One is amal with the hamza, hamza, meem, lam, amal. And the other word is amal. That is why tajweed is so important. Because this little change of the pronunciation, hamza and the ayn, amal, amal means action. Now this little change of the Pronunciation changes it from one meaning to another. A person is reciting Quran Sharif, reciting in Salah, and is not conscious of the Tajweed, and he just recites it anyhow. From way to way, he can change the meaning. So now, one is Mu'min is a person of hope. He is never despondent. But then, together with hope, dunya, Allah Taala has made a place of means. So he's a person of amal as well. His action. He doesn't just sit and do nothing. He does something. But now again starting off at the starting point. He's a person whose gaze is on the ghaib. His iman is on ghaib. So his first amal will be that which Allah Ta'ala has connected him to. The amal that has come from ghaib. So mu'min is a person of amal, hamza, hope. But a mu'min is also a person of amal, action. So now there's many many things in action, but this gets summed up in one ayat of the Quran Sharif, which is very pertinent to the kind of halat and conditions and circumstances we find ourselves in. Allah Ta'ala says, فَذْكُرُونِي أَذْكُرُكُمْ وَشْكُرُونِي وَلَا تَكْفُرُونَ يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا اسْتَعِينُوا بِالصَّبْرِ وَالصَّلَاةِ إِنَّ اللَّهَ مَعَ الصَّابِرِينَ it's a very very ajeeb that now this is a person now is in this desperation a desperate person is looking for help 
Now he's looking for help. Number one, he doesn't become despondent. He has hope. He's a person of amal, hamza. But he's also a person of amal, action. He doesn't just sit and hope only. He gets into action. Now what is the action? So now what is the zahiri means? Apparent means? Those apparent means which Allah Ta'ala has made permissible are various levels. Some means are compulsory. A person wants to survive, he'll have to eat. If the food is there and he refuses to eat it and he dies, he'll die as a person who has committed suicide. That's a yaqini means. He'll have to adopt it. Allah Ta'ala has made it like that. But it happens only with Allah Ta'ala's hukam. That food doesn't nourish, Allah nourishes. And then is something lower than that, like medication. Sometimes it will have its effect, sometimes won't have its effect. And therefore it is sunnah. No fatwa is that it is compulsory. It's farz that a person, if he is having a headache, he must take one panado or something. You won't find that in any fatwa kitab. But it's sunnah, ilaj. Nabi Islam took ilaj, sunnah. And a person will undertake it with that near. Allah Ta'ala willing, Allah Ta'ala will make it a means of his shifa. So these are means, he will adopt those means, means are on his various categories. And then these permissible means on a general level. Somebody adopts something which is within permissible limits. Alhamdulillah, somebody doesn't adopt it. There's no uh, issue on that. But these are means, but these means are just there on the zahiri level. But they cannot come anywhere close to the effect of those means that Allah Ta'ala has given as the direct means to retain from the treasures of Allah Ta'ala. Because this is what connects us to the ghaib. Our starting point is ghaib. This is the zahir. We'll do the zahir too. And what Allah Ta'ala has commanded us, you eat, we'll have to eat. Don't touch fire, we won't touch fire. Because fire is a yaqini means of burning. But apart from that, our main concern will be those means that link us to the treasures of the ghaib. And the unseen help of Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala. That is what Allah Ta'ala is spelling out for us here in the ayat. So we'll, we'll adopt whatever the zahid means are within, in our capacity, provided it is within the limits of sharia and sunnah. This is the essence of it all. That's where our iman started. That's where it finishes off. And that's the beginning and end of everything. In this ayat Allah Ta'ala sums it for us. Now there are several things mentioned. Time is very limited. This person has this situation and he's in need, he wants his help. Allah Ta'ala says, Oh you who believe, you want help, but you are a person of Iman. And your Iman started off right there at the beginning. So now you are going to get help from where? Seek the help of Allah Ta'ala with sabr. Sabr, sabr itself is a whole discussion. But sabr, sabr on, in all its forms. Seek the help of Allah Ta'ala by adopting sabr, sabr ala ta'at. That whatever commands of Allah Ta'ala have been given to you, you have to fulfill those commands. Adopt sabr in fulfilling it. Now the time of fajr to wake up and to go to the house of Allah Ta'ala. It's an early summer morning, it's a cold winter morning. But you adopt sabr at that time and do it. You'll be gaining the help of Allah Ta'ala in that time. Adopt sabr and leave everything aside at the time of Zohar, Asar, Maghrib, and perform that ibadat of Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala. Fulfill the obligations of deen and then do more than that. 
fulfill the sunnah, do a little more than that, fulfill the, some nawafil as well. Besides some tilawat of the Quran Sharif as well. So with ta'at, you'll gain the help of Allah Ta'ala. Ista'inu bi sabr. Seek the help of Allah Ta'ala with sabr. Sabr anil ma'asi. You want Allah Ta'ala's help? You seek the help of Allah Ta'ala by adopting sabr at the time of temptation towards sin. That you put that rock on your heart. But don't give in to that temptation. And you see the help of Allah Ta'ala coming to you. You want to draw down the help of Allah Ta'ala? These are the occasions that when that heart appears to shatter now, if it's not going to give in, at that time don't give in and then draw the help of Allah Ta'ala. Turn to Allah Ta'ala at that time. Allah, for your pleasure and out of your fear, I'm refraining from this. My heart seems like it's going to break, but Allah, I'm letting it break for you. Allah, you help me. And Allah, you help me in everything. Allah, you help me in my deen, help me in my dunya. Help me in my family, help me in my children, help me in everything. That's a time to turn to Allah Ta'ala in dua. When a person with the tawfiq of Allah Ta'ala has refrained from sin, this is ista'inu bis-sabr, sabr ala ta'at, sabr anil ma'asi, and sabr ala al-masaib, sabr anil musiba, that some calamity, some difficulty, some hardship comes, when a person adopts sabr, Sabr adopting sabr here doesn't mean he won't feel pain, he won't feel grief. Sabr is he doesn't have any complaint against the decree of Allah Ta'ala. He submits wholeheartedly to Allah Ta'ala. Allah, you are alone the controller. You are the supreme controller. Everything is in your control. Allah, whatever you have decreed, I submit to your decree. I have no reservations about the decree of Allah Ta'ala. Whatever is in the capacity, the person makes dua, he'll adopt the means, he'll do whatever he can. But then with all that having been done, he doesn't then have any complaint and any reservations in his heart about the decree of Allah Ta'ala. He submits to it. And the person who has connected himself to all this, it started off with what? فَذْكُرُونِي أَذْكُرُكُمْ وَشْكُرُونِي وَلَا تَكْفُرُونَ يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمُرُوا اسْتَعِينُوا بِسَبْرِي وَسَلَامُ Zikr and shukr. This was the prelude to this. The person who is a person of zikr and shukr, He'll gain the tawfiq of sabr also. Ista'inu bi sabr. The prelude is zikr and shukr. The extent of zikr and shukr that the person has built up within him, sabr will become easy for him. Sabr doesn't mean that a person won't feel hurt. He won't feel grieved. He won't feel pain. One is with the barakat of amal, with the barakat of all these righteous actions, etc. And the ta'at, and turning to Allah wa ta'ala, Allah will make this itself the means of protection from calamities, from hardships. And this is what we need to build up. Build up with that yaqeen, dua, morning and evening duas, the masnoon duas, every morning in the ahadith, the various virtues that have been mentioned. Bismillahilladhi la yadurru ma'asmihi shay'un fil awdi wa la fis samaa. Wa huwa sami'ul alim. Person decides three times in the morning, three times in the evening, nothing will harm him. The yaqeen, Anas radiallahu ta'ala an, hajjaj, summoned for him and Hajjaj the notorious bloodshedder stated he probably killed over 100,000 people and this was his decision that he's going to execute Hazrat Anas Anas came very fearlessly he said you can't do me anything you cannot do anything to me he said what do you mean I can't do anything I've heard from the Wasallam. the person who recites this dua in the morning till the evening nothing can harm him person decides it in the evening till the morning nothing can harm I have already recited it in the morning 
and before the evening comes I'll recite it Hajjad changed his mind now we'll say he changed his mind but what made him change his mind his mind is in his control Allah Ta'ala made him change his mind with the barakat of the dua that Hazrat Anas recited but the yaqeen so this is what we have to build up the yaqeen the hadith sharif Nabi Islam says the person hears somebody afflicted with a calamity and at that time he recites this dua Alhamdulillah illadhi aafani min mabtala kabhi wa faddala li ala kathirin min man khalaqa tabdila and he's somebody himself to Allah Ta'ala all praise due to Allah Ta'ala obviously not to recite it aloud to somebody but to recite it in the heart Allah Ta'ala has all praise to him that he has saved me from that which befell you and he has given me great virtue over so many of his creations Allah Ta'ala will protect him from that calamity now we hear about somebody got this happened to him at that time to recite with yaqeen Allah Ta'ala will protect us but now this is what we have to build up amal, amal, this person is a person of amal so now Allah Ta'ala says ista'inu bis sabr zikr, shukr, this will build up sabr and ista'inu bis sabri was salah you want to connect yourself to that ghayb the treasures of the ghayb the unseen help of Allah Ta'ala ista'inu bis sabri was salah bring salah alive now this is actually more salah unfortunately sometimes what a tragedy that there is some situation, some calamity, some hardship, some difficulty, sickness the person's first namaz went away they are supposed to be increasing some salah, some nawafil as well salatul haja begging Allah Ta'ala's help, salatul tawbah instead of that the first salah stopped also or oh, that became something done half half measures no no, so Allah Ta'ala is saying you want help, you want to connect so iman started alladheena yu'minuna bil ghayb you want that help, you want to connect yourself to that unseen help istainu bis sabri was salah seek the help of Allah Ta'ala with sabr with salah the slightest thing that becomes a source of concern Qa'an al-Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam hazabahu amrun badara ila salah Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam direct contact with Allah Ta'ala anything concerned him he hastened towards salah hastened towards, who is hastening towards salah and Allah forbid something comes up we must have salah the first salah I guess must we are supposed to be now over and above the first increasing some nawafil as well so a mu'min is a person of amal is a person of hope but he's also a person of amal ayn, person of action but what action? his primary focus is those actions that will draw the unseen help of Allah Ta'ala. then he will adopt the zahiri means also the apparent means whatever Allah Ta'ala has made permissible whatever Allah Ta'ala has permitted he will adopt that but his yaqeen in Allah Ta'ala alone and his gaze on Allah Ta'ala alone and he never ever becomes despondent this is one is the actions pertaining to ourselves that this is what we have to do in terms of things to be done things not just to be done things that now we have to accelerate these are things to be done, action accelerate there are certain things the action required there is to slam the brakes this is action, actions to accelerate more amal, more dua, more zikr, more tawajju Allah turning to Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala falawla izja'ahum ba'suna tadarra'u Allah ta'ala says when the azab came, why did they turn to us in humility? why did they beseech us? So this is what we're supposed to be doing, accelerating this but Nidya seems to slam the brakes on also because if this is not slammed and the brakes are not put down onto these things then Allah forbid then a person is doing something that is he is allowing the cool breeze to come but at the same time he is lighting the fire under his feet 
So now that wind will come, but he's going to light the fire under his feet, what coolness he's going to get? He to slam the brake on sin. Slam the brakes on that immorality. The sins of the eyes. You have to throw all those devices. Things that are taking us towards haram. Making us look at haram. And then co- totally contaminating and polluting our hearts with haram. And listening to haram. The evil talk and the vulgarity and the swearing and the backbiting. This is what you have to slam the brakes on. All the sin and vices. Because this is what lights the fire. This is where everything then starts, the calamities get drawn by this. So one is the amal, the hope, we don't ever lose hope. But there's also amal, there's also action, actions to, do, to be done. And then at the same time, things to stop, to put the brakes on. Within our own lives, our families, we have to encourage this around. That till the, the, the virus of sin doesn't stop, it will be wishful thinking to stop any other virus. Till the viruses of sins are not the viruses of immorality in particular. Because this has been spelt out in the Hadith Sharif. Again our Iman Bil Ghayb, where Rasulullah says that Lam Tazharil Fahishatufi Kaumin Kattu Hatta Yu'linu Biha that when immorality becomes blatant in a community, Illa Fasha Fihimutta'un, plagues will become rife. Well Aujaullati Lam Takun Madadhi Aslafihimulladina Madaw and such illnesses which their forefathers had never heard of. Our Iman is in ghayb. This is the starting point and this is the ending point for us. And this is the ghayb. This is the ghayb Nabi Islam has spelt out and he doesn't speak of his own accord. He speaks by the, by the command of Allah The wahi of Allah So we don't slam the brakes on this as a community, as an ummad. Then it is wishful thinking that something else is going to get it away. All the precautions, whatever is within the limits of Sharia, by all means, no problem. But all the precautions in the world, everybody can take. But if we don't stop the vices and sin, the precautions cannot stop anything. This is the thing to stop. This is the Tawbah we have to make. Bring ourselves onto Tawbah, bring the Ummah onto Tawbah. Then together with that Amal, action, one is these are our own Amal. Then at the same time, there is responsibility towards others as well. In times of situations, crises, people are in desperate situations. A mu'min, a mu'min is not for himself. Allah Ta'ala has made us as an ummad. The various incidents of the Sahaba Ikram. What has all this? Allah Ta'ala made these people examples for us. That look, this is, this is the example for you. That Sahabi is lying and dying of thirst. And that water is being presented to him, or milk, whatever is being presented to him, but he's ready to give preference to the person next to him, give it him first. Somebody is starving, but he says, No, feed the guest of Nabi Sallallahu We'll even put the children off to sleep hungry today, no man. But this is the jazbah, and this is the zeal that Deen has taught a mu'min. So now, whatever we can do to lighten the burden of somebody, give somebody some hope. Give somebody some help. In whichever way. Unfortunately, sometimes it's become such a ajeeb situation that the scenes of Qiyamah are actually getting sort of opened out. Where sometimes it's every man for himself. Whatever happens to somebody else, 
that's unfortunately something I can't do anything about. But there are things sometimes which are beyond us. Sometimes there's something we can do. Sometimes we can help somebody financially maybe, for some medication, for some treatment. Sometimes we can become some source of assistance to somebody. Somebody doesn't have anybody to come and see to his basic needs sometimes. Take what precautions we need to take, but don't abandon the person. Can't abandon somebody. Somebody is sick. The person needs that help. He can't reach out to his food sometimes. Can't reach out to his water. You say, no, no, how want to go there? Take the precautions you want to take, but don't. We can't abandon somebody in this kind of situation. We need to do our best. What will happen will happen what Allah has decreed. Sometimes a person can be taking every precaution, despite and being totally away from everybody, and taking every step to protect himself. But what Allah has world has happened, the person became ill. And somebody was in the thick of everything, nothing happened to him. Allah has world. But that a person doesn't take any precaution, take the precautions you want to take, which are within the limits of Sharia. But we have to have hope, we have to have amal, that amal requires that we have hope for ourselves, we have help for others also. We do what we can to help them. We find out, in our neighborhood sometimes, there might be somebody ill, somebody needs, needs that help. Our neighbors sometimes, we do what we can, for people we can do something. Then whatever other way we can try and assist, in some way or the other, to make things easy for people, is also part of our iman, part of what we are required to do. And obviously, we need to turn to Allah Taala in all earnestness. The amal we need to increase, as we've discussed Allah Taala give me and all of us a tawfiq. Allah Taala remove all these difficulties and calamities. All those who are ill, Allah Taala give them complete shifa and afiyat. All those who have passed away, Allah Taala make them maghfirat. This has been already spelled out long time. Nabi Salaam said, these kind of things come, these plagues come. For some people it becomes azab. For many people it becomes rahmat. Person whose time was already decreed. But Allah Taala took him as a shaheed. Subhanallah. Time was written. But Allah Ta'ala meant that, no, this person mustn't just go as an ordinary person. He must go as a shaheed. Subhanallah. That was a great rahmat for that person. But we make dua of every person, make dua for the families, the bereaved, Allah Ta'ala give them sabr. And whatever we can do to help, to lighten somebody's burden, this is a time to do the best we can. Crises are a very ajeeb thing. It brings out the best in people. Allah forbid also sometimes brings out the worst in people too. It sometimes brings out the worst in a person, it many a times brings out the best in people. Allah Ta'ala make us among those who give of their best. Allah Ta'ala make us among those who link ourselves up to the ghaib and have our nazar on the ghaib and turn to Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala protect what and all, keep us with afiyat, keep our iman with salamati and protect us from every difficulty and calamity. اللهم لك الحمد كله ولك الشكر كله اللهم لا نحصي ثناء عليك أنت كما أثنيت على نفسك جزا الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة أعين وجعلنا للمتقين إماما ربنا فاخفر لنا ذنوبنا وكفر عنا سيئاتنا وتوفنا مع الأبرار ربنا وآتنا ما وعدتنا على رسلك ولا تخزنا يوم القيامة إنك لا تخلف الميعاد اللهم ثبتنا على الإيمان وأمتنا على الإيمان وحشرنا يوم القيامة مع الإيمان اللهم اشف مرضانا ومرض المسلمين اللهم اشف مرضانا ومرض المسلمين 
اللهم اشف مرضانا ومرضى المسلمين اللهم ارحم موتانا وموت المسلمين يا رب العالمين ربنا لا تؤاخذنا ان نسينا واخطانا ربنا ولا تحمل علينا اسرا كما حملته على الذين من قبلنا ربنا ولا تحملنا ما لا طاقه لنا به واعف عنا واغفر لنا وارحمنا انت مولانا فانصرنا على القوم الكافرين اللهم انا نسالك من خير ما سالك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم انت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوه الا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد واله وصحبه اجمعين الحمد لله